You're hearing the Echoes podcast, and coming up, we're heading into space with Quindar, the electronic duo of Michael Jorgensen from Wilco and James Merle Thomas. They use sounds from NASA to make their music. Putting together podcasts like this and making them available takes a lot of time and money. So if you like what we do with these interviews and on Echoes, become a supporter by making a donation now at echoes.org. It's easy, you'll feel great, and you'll be supporting the dissemination of great music to the world. Just go to echoes.org. And now, the countdown begins for Quindar. I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing Echoes. Gwindar may be one of the more unusual musical meetings in a while. It's what happens when a doctor of art history teams up with a rock and roll keyboard player, and they both have a love of electronic music and the American space program. The doctor is James Merle Thomas, currently a professor at Temple University and executive director of Vox Populi, a Philadelphia contemporary art space. The rocker is Michael Jorgensen of the band Wilco. They travel the spaceways as Quindar. In the reaches just beyond the Earth's atmosphere, astronauts in capsules circling the globe in shuttles and living in space lab have heard a tone that signals a message is coming through. Okay, Neil, we can see you coming down the ladder now. Those little beeps are called Quindar tones, and you have to be a real space nerd to know that. The name of our group is called Quindar, and a Quindar tone is the name of those beeps you would hear in manned space missions. And in effect, they're a kind of handshake between the telemetry systems on Earth and on a spacecraft, and they kind of are a handshake. That's Michael Jorgensen. He and James Merle Thomas have taken those tones and done something different with them. We've taken this tone and put it into a sampler in the computer and spread it out over you know, a couple of octaves. So we then have an, like a, an organ made up of these tones that were never intended to be musical, but have a musical note. And then using that to create textures and chords underneath the, the electronic music that we make. And that is the basis of the first album by Quindar. Quindar haven't just taken those tones, but all kinds of sounds from the NASA archives and manipulated them into music for their debut album, Hip Mobility. The project started with James Merle Thomas. He's got a doctorate in art history, but he's not studying the masters. He's studying the future. In 2012, he became a Guggenheim Fellow at the National Air and Space Museum. What a lot of my work has been about is thinking about the aesthetics of not just NASA, but more broadly what I would describe as space administration. And if you think about administering space, um, whether it's outer space or whether it's urban space or um, environmental space, for example, what the EPA does, all of these, um, these areas have rules, right? You have to sort of physically define a space 
and you have to set up the rules of operation that happen within them. So the idea of the aesthetic space of the artist's studio, the artist's gallery, the museum, formed a kind of parallel to the activities of an enormous sprawling agency like NASA at that time. So I was interested in thinking about those parallels at that time. In the process, he met Michael Jorgensen, the keyboardist with Wilco. Those two circles don't seem like they should intersect, but they do because Thomas is also a musician who has played in his own groups and with members of Calexico. So six degrees of separation became none when they met. They bonded on electronic music, and then Thomas introduced Jorgensen to a trove of NASA audio. Jim was at Air and Space Museum in, uh, in D.C. and had access to all this NASA archival material. And uh, he's like, man, we should use this as part of this project. One aspect of composition for us was doing things like invite, my inviting Michael to the Air and Space Museum to simply walk around and, and do something like spend some time inside of the Skylab mock-up, right? Um, just listening to the ambience of that space was a sort of important early aspect of what we were doing, right? I think Michael is probably the first person to show up to something like the Air and Space Museum with a synthy, right? <laughs> you know? Two musicians weren't after your typical NASA sounds like One Small Step for Man, Houston, We Have a Problem, or... Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. I would ask him questions about, is there any, are there any like kind of cool stories that aren't specifically the sort of heroic often told blast off moments. We sort of agreed earlier on that we weren't necessarily interested in retelling that story. That narrative had been very well covered. <laughs> Not all of it is a headline piece of material like a countdown or like a quote from someone like Neil Armstrong. There's a lot of banal stuff happening. And that's something that's always been very interesting to me is, you know, the less dramatic moments in a much longer history. Church bells outside his Philadelphia row home interrupt us. <laughs> this will end in a minute. This is a very KGN lesson for us, right? Right. <laughs> the thoughts of avant-garde composer John Cage brings Thomas to his own approach to these found NASA sounds. You know, one way to think about this is um, thinking about Cage's dictums on sounds, right? You know, letting sounds be themselves or finding meaning in the silence around the notes themselves. These ideas were really important for thinking about how to use that material in the first place. There isn't a lot of silence with Quindar. Their album is a riot of sounds. The difference between a distressed Quindar tone or NASA noise and a normal electronic sound isn't always so clear. And sometimes the NASA sounds would disappear like an Italian conversation. There was uh, some, some archival audio of 
uh, an Italian station, like a telemetry station, because they were all over the world, and there was one interaction with an, an Italian uh, telemetry systems operator, and that was uh, that that sort of clip was in there for a while, and then it sort of slowly just <laughs> through like revisions and and remixing and and editing, it just sort of went away. So there's there's actually no more Italian conversation. So Italian conversation could easily be called Kahutek or something else that has to do with the astronomer who was in conversation with the Skylab crew, and it could reference the comet that was being observed by the Skylab astronauts. But the um, the sonic prompt for that track was sitting around and listening to a lot of really soulful 60s music by people like Milton Nascimento or Lucio Battista and thinking about really earthy sounds. starts with two musicians jamming with their electronic instruments, everything Quindar does is fraught with meaning. They believe their album is a little more than a collection of songs with a clever conceptual hook. Michael Jorgensen thinks the space experience and the music tell something about humanity. I think the thing that to me becomes more and more profound as, uh, as, as I get older and, and then of course interacting with this material and the history of NASA is that the further we look out away from our planet and away from, from, from human existence, the more we wind up learning about ourselves and what our capabilities are and what, our, what, what the potential is for people. And that is something that wasn't super obvious to me when we started this process. Quindar say they will continue their explorations though not necessarily in space we could be just doing like the national parks or the science foundation or the EPA there's endless <laughs> content out there ripe to be remixed Meanwhile, you can head into space with Quindar on their debut album. It's called Hip Mobility. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast today. Go to echoes.org to find out more. I'm John DiLiberto. Be sure to keep an eye out for more Echoes interviews at echoes.org or the Echoes newsletter.